Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Cheryl Selman, and welcome to What Women Must Know. Thank you for joining me for another episode where we have deep conversations about topics that really make a difference for your health and well-being. You know, the show is all about empowering you with truthful information so you can make the most wise decisions, most informed decisions regarding your health and well-being. You know, I always like to say it's not my place to tell anybody what to do, but it is my place, it is my purpose to provide the qualified information, uh, the, the wisdom of my guests, the experience of my guests to help you understand more about the many facets of your health, and from there, you'll be able to make a better decision regarding what's important and what's appropriate for you and your family. So we have another one of these great conversations today. And by the way, if you are listening for the very first time, welcome. I hope you'll be joining me every week. And if you would like to get the archived shows, you can go over to my Facebook page, like me there, at What Women Must Know. And... Um, not only do I post these shows, but other, other educational information as well. Or you can go to my website, which is drcherylselman.com, and just stop in there, and then all the shows will go right to your inbox. So whichever way works for you, uh, please do take advantage of the wonderful conversations that I have every week. And today is no exception. So we're going to be talking to the famous Ego Erasmus. We're talking about fats that heal and fats that kill. And a little bit about Ego. He is an um, amazing man, has extensive education in biochemistry, genetics, biology, and nutrition, including a master's degree in counseling psychology. He's the co-founder of Ego's Choice Line. Udo designed the machinery for making oils with health in mind and pioneered flax oil, a billion-dollar industry. However, Udo walked a difficult path to become the man he is today. Being a child of war, Udo's life began with intense struggle, and as an adult, he got pesticide poisoning, leaving doctors at a loss regarding treatment. So he decided to take his health into his own hands, and he began researching and his discoveries led to a passion for finding answers to life's big questions, which would hopefully one day bring him and the world peace. Today, Udo is an acclaimed speaker and author of many books, including the best-selling Facts That Heal and Facts That Kill. He has keynoted an international brain health conference and has traveled to over 30 countries to conduct thousands of live presentations, media interviews, and staff trainings, impacting more than 25 million lives with his message on oils, health, peace, nature, and human nature. So we have a great show in store, and it's my great honor and privilege to welcome Udo Rasmus to the show today. So, Udo, hello, and thank you for joining us today. Thank, thank you for having me on. This is always fun. It's always fun. You have such an amazing story, and um, I know I've recently had you as a guest on my Love Coach show, and we talked more about your passion for the spiritual side of life and for the feeling of one's, one's yearning for the soul, for love. But today we're going to switch gears, and we're going to go back into health 
and at least into the physical side of things. And by the way, if people have not had a chance to listen to my interview with Udo on my Love Code show, then please go check it out on the archives because it was an amazing conversation, uplifting, inspiring, all those great things. So you don't want to miss out. And today we're going to be talking about health. So we have so much to talk about, Udo, but, you know, I'd like us to begin with that story of your pesticide poisoning and, and how you arrived at yeah. this. You know, you have made such a huge difference in the world with your research and development of flaxseed oil, which is so prevalent now and has helped, you know, millions of people worldwide. So let's begin at the beginning, okay? Yeah. And let's talk yeah. about your pesticide poisoning. We'll start there. Yeah. So jump right let me, in. Let me start. Let me start a little bit further back. You know, I I studied science and biosciences and psychology and took a year of medicine and left because they only uh, teach about disease. So I have a very good background in the nature of things. Um. Uh, and and when when you talk about health, the best place to learn about health is in studying the nature of nature, human nature, as well as the nature of nature on the planet Earth. Because health was invented by life in nature, and the genetic program that we carry in ourselves only works when we live aligned with nature and in line with our own nature. And when we depart from those, then something doesn't work. And most of our degenerative diseases are the result of damage we've done to natural foods, whole foods, by processing or food preparation, whether whether it's frying or taking out minerals or taking out fiber or, you know, turning a grain into white flour or cane into white sugar or or processing oils, which does damage to their very, very sensitive molecules. All of these things are the main reason why we physically get sick. You know, the main physical cause of getting becoming physically sick. Because we're, we're, eat, we're not eating the way nature intended, which was fresh, whole, raw, organic, and for human beings, mostly plant-based. Because there was a time when we only had rocks to hunt with. And when we only had rocks to hunt with, most of the time the hunters came home without food, without meat. So they ate vegetables. And so, um, so what happened, so that's, that's the background, that's the broad background into which this conversation fits. So I got married after I left university. I'd been out for a few years and I looked around, tried to figure out what do I want to do with my life. Got married, we had three kids, and my marriage broke up. And I was really, really upset. Really, really, really upset. And I wanted to kill something. And I had had a gardening job, but part of it was pesticide application. And I had a license to apply pesticides. And I got 99.5% on the exam for making it. So I knew my stuff. So I took a full-time job as a pesticide sprayer because I I wanted to kill something, and that's what you do with pesticides. You're only made to kill things, whether it's weeds or funguses or bacteria or or 
you know, they also kill birds and, they keep, you know, so, and I did it very carelessly for three years. It was a summer job. I was, I was, had a tractor with the, with the big tank on the back full of pesticides and I sprayed lawns and I sprayed trees and uh, I was doing it in a bathing suit and I walked barefoot over the lawns I had sprayed and the, the skin peeled off my feet. At that point, I thought, well, maybe I should wear boots. So I wore rubber boots and a bathing suit and the wind would drift the spray on my back. And people said to me, aren't you afraid you're going to get poisoned? And my answer would be, nah, I'm immune. And uh, after three years of being, we, we call that, you know, happens to young men poisoned by their own testosterone. I was 38 years old. I got poisoned by, by the pesticides I sprayed. And everything changed. So obviously, the first thing, I didn't spray any more pesticides. I quit the job. Went to the doctor, said, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? She said, nothing. And that day is when it became really, really, really clear to me that health is my responsibility. And if I'm not looking after it, maybe nobody is. Because your doctor gets paid, even if, even if, if the treatment doesn't work. You know, he gets paid and you may not get better. So unless you, unless you take personal responsibility for your health and learn what you need to learn, you're going to be dependent, generally speaking, on a system that uses poisons to try and heal your body. Because nobody has ever suffered from a drug deficiency. So drugs are not dealing with you know, they're, they're dealing with symptoms. They suppress symptoms. They can kill pain, you know, but they're not doing it by natural ways. You know, the pain gets killed by healing, but these drugs don't heal you. And so I, I knew enough about the biological sciences that I said, you know what? It needs, you know, I'm poisoned. What do I do? The doctors can't help me anyway. What do I need to do in order to heal myself? And so I got into the all the Udo, yeah. Udo, I want I yeah. want to jump in. If you could please yeah. share with us what were the symptoms of your pesticide oh, yeah. poisoning? Yeah, I had nausea, dizziness, cramps, and my energy. I was 38 when that happened, and I always had lots of energy. I mean, I could go all day and go all night. <laughs> you know, I had lots of energy, and all of a sudden, it's like I had no energy. I was like an 80-year-old. I'm going to be 80 next year, but I was in like I was worse than I am now, because if I walked around a city block, I would have to sit down and rest. I had no energy. And then the other thing that was a really strange symptom is, if I turned my head, it felt like my head turned, but my brain didn't. And that's obviously that's impossible when your head turns, your brain turns. But that's what it felt like. And uh, the, the longest lasting symptom was the lack of energy. Because why is that? Because when we make pesticides, we make them to kill living things. And we do it by two ways. One is we poison the nervous system. And the second is we destroy the energy production system, like the mitochondria in the cells. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and either one will kill you. And the thing is that mm -hmm. there's, you know, all living things on the planet have enough in common that if you make a poison against a weed, 
there's a really good chance that 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 poison can also poison you because living things have a lot of biochemistry in common. Right. And so, how how did you arrive at the realization that you that these symptoms this this collection of symptoms were actually yeah. due to pesticide poisoning. Oh, I licked it off my finger because we were working for one of the uh, uh, fossil fuel companies, and they have big tanks with with crude oil in them. And they and around those big tanks that hold a lot of oil, they have these these dams, so that if the tank breaks, the oil will break out of the tank, but it won't it won't go everywhere it will be it'll become a a lake inside of a inside of like a space that that has a little a little i don't know what you call it you know a little like a little mountain around a little hill around it so it's a man-made lake and we we went to eat lunch and they wouldn't let us clean up in their in their uh facilities to clean up because we were spraying pesticides to to kill the weeds that grow in those lakes those dry lakes, and they wouldn't let us clean up. And I was eating my lunch, and I licked some off my fingers because my fingers had pesticides on them, and it happened really, really quick. So there I was sitting there, and everything was fine, and you know, and uh, you know, and it was like you know, you can blame the far, the the, the uh, you can blame the oil company for not allowing us to, to clean up because they know pesticides are poisonous. But I have to also blame myself because uh, I should have known better <laughs> than doing any of that in the first place. But I was upset, and so I, I made a really stupid, bad decision. So then, so then I went into the journals to try and find out what, what can I do to heal myself. And, I, and my thought was this: if the body is made, the body is made out of food. Of course, it's also air and water. But I was just thinking about food at the time. The body's made out of food. So if your body is not working properly, raise your standard. And if you raise your standard for food intake, then within one year, 98% of the atoms of your body will have been replaced, uh, will have been removed and replaced by a higher, like a higher standard set of atoms. And you will have better health. 98% of the body. And, and that comes out of the body is a major construction site. It's always under construction. About a half pound of your body substance, it, it, you know, ends up in the bucket every day. I'm not talking about bowel movements. I'm talking skin coming off and the inside of your digestive tract coming off and, you know, blowing your nose and 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 all of that. You breathe out some stuff and you pee out some stuff. So... Uh, so 98% the body turns over. You raise the standard and you heal because healing is building the body to a better stand, standard than, than it's been built to when it's sick, right? Healing is possible yeah. because the body is always turning over. I knew that. So I figured I got to raise the standard and good things will happen. And in the process of researching everything about health and nutrition, disease and nutrition, I got stuck on oils because they were so complicated and it was so confusing and it was so contradictory. Like for instance, they said omega-6, which, which is an essential fatty acid that the body can't make, is essential for health, 
And then other research says when you take omega-6s, you get cancer and it kills you. And they're like, okay, wait a minute. It's essential for health and then it kills you. Well, how can that something be essential for health and then kill you? That's like completely contradictory. It's like you can't have it both ways. And it was that contradiction that drove me crazy, that made me look deeper and look into the processing of how oils are made and how oils are used. And what I found out is that oils, omega-3 and omega-6, they're both essential. Your body can't make them, but you have to have them. You've got to bring them in from outside. If you don't get enough, your health goes down, and eventually it will kill you if you don't get enough. But if you bring them back while you're deteriorating from not getting enough, all of the symptoms from not getting enough are reversed, and you get your health back. Because life knows how to build you a body that works, provided you make sure that all of the essential building building blocks land in your body so that life can do its job. And if you want optimum health, then you've got to make sure you get optimums of all of those building blocks. There's 42 building blocks, um, 18 minerals, 13 vitamins, nine essential amino acids, two essential fatty acids. So my focus was on the two essential fatty acids because they're the most sensitive of our nutrients. They are the hardest to keep balanced. They're the easiest to damage. The industry didn't care about health. They cared about shelf life and, and uh, global profit. So, and so they wanted to have the oil have a long shelf life, and they did that by processing it in a way that damages about 1% of the molecule. And, and that 1% of damaged molecules, if you get a tablespoon of oil that is 1% damage, you will get 60 quintillion damaged molecules in that tablespoon. These are all unnatural wow. molecules now, and that's more than a million <clears throat> damaged molecules for every one of the body's 60 trillion cells. And because they're the most sensitive and the most damaged, more health problems, more physical health problems, come from damaged oil than any other part of nutrition. And, and more health benefits will come from not damaging the oils. And so the thought occurred to me, I can't get healthy on these damaged oils. We should make them with health in mind. And then there was that thing that said, well, that's, yeah, that's for you to do. So I wrote the book and I developed the method for making them. And then we brought omega-3s in through flax oil because it's the richest source of omega-3s. It is the most sensitive of all the oils. It is a nightmare to work with. And 99% of the population doesn't get enough for optimum health, and every cell needs them. And so I said, oh, my God, if we could bring the omega-3s back, not damage them, we could help almost everybody. And I got so excited. I got so excited. It was like, you know, I had no business background. Um, I didn't have any money either. I moved in with, with my mother to, to write the book. But the idea of being able to bring this to everybody was like, oh, my God, I found something worth doing. This is something worth doing. We could help so many people just by creating a way that gives these oils the care they need and then getting it out to people. And I was like, that's what drove that whole project, just the enthusiasm of, oh, my God, we could help so many people. And, you know, there's something in human beings that feels good when you actually help other human beings or even other, you know, even birds with broken wings. 
you know, even, you know, when you do things that are good for life, that supports and cares for life, it always feels good. So that's what happened. And we literally did it on a shoestring in a van without air conditioning. In the hottest months of the year, we went through the United States. I, I was, I'm in Canada, so, but we went through the United States and we talked to everybody who would listen to us. And we didn't have, um, you know, we didn't have uh, air conditioning in the van. I slept on the floor of the van. We went to 35 states, 17,000 miles by road, uh, worked all day, drove all night with a, a driver. I had a driver who made the business deals, and I was telling the story about oils made with health in mind. And uh, in two years, flax oil became the second highest selling oil in the natural food trade, which is where we were active. So, and it was, it was enthusiasm. I had no business background. We made decisions right and left about standards and how to do it and how to ship it and what to package it in and, and, you know, how to make it and, and all of that. And what is the story here? So fundamentally that was all driven just because it was, oh my God, I found a purpose for living. And, it, you know, I, I think back and we did so much crazy stuff and we worked so hard and, and, you know, people, people loved the enthusiasm and then they tried the oil and they actually got benefits. And that's how you build a good business. You know, you make a really good product. You be, you can be enthusiastic and when people try it, they actually get results and then it just carries itself. I mean, it, you know, you still have to do the work, but, but it makes, it makes the, the task of bringing it out and, and selling it pretty easy. So that's, that's, how, that's what happened. You know, I, I love that story because you, um, unbeknownst, like an accidental tourist, unbeknownst yeah. to you, you stumbled upon your your yeah. mission in life, or one of your missions in life, or one of your destinies yeah. was to bring but, but, this yeah. product to the world. Yeah, but you know, it's it, we're we're all the same in that. You know, you nobody slides out of their mother's body with their their purpose clearly understood in their mind, right? Right. So we come out, we know nothing, anything's possible, you know, and then we go through all of our experiences that we go through. Often the worst experiences become the most valuable because we learn so much because we're forced to learn, <laughs> you know, when we create disasters and some of them are self-created, you know, and then somewhere along the line we stumble on something, oh, wow, here's a place for me. Oh, wow, I can do this. And sometimes it's something little. It's not, it doesn't have to be a big thing. But, you know, oh, you know, and we, in a way, we're all in that process. Yeah. So a human being. let's go, let's, let's, for, for people who are not fully aware and haven't received all the information on the fats that are killing us. Yeah. So let's start with the fats we want to avoid. And then I want okay. you to talk about the how fats that the flaxseed oil and the products you put together actually heal us? What do they heal us yeah. of? So let's start with how yeah. dangerous, what are the things okay. fast okay. what they do? Yeah. So, so the first thing is frying. The worst thing we've ever invented to do to food is to fry it. When we fry it, we burn it. When you burn food, you're changing molecules, obviously. You know, if you put a, whatever it is, a steak in the frying pan and, and you let it sit in there long enough, then 
part of it dries out and then it, it overheats and then you get smoke and then you get black stuff on the steak. Well, those are, those are molecules that used to be protein and now they're, and now they're toxins. And, and the, if you eat that toxic stuff, it actually hurts your health. But, and the, that's true in frying. It's true for starches. When you overheat them, you create unnatural molecules. The oil changes to unnatural molecules. The protein changes to unnatural molecules. And all three of them, independent of each other, increase your risk of inflammation and cancer. And, of course, nature's life's mandate for how creatures should eat was fresh, whole, raw, organic. And when you, when you fry food, you're a long way from that. Dumbest thing we ever invented to do to our foods. So if you want to be healthier and you're, or you have a goal of aiming for optimum health instead of the usual Russian roulette, what can I get away with? You don't get away with anything. Then what you want to do is you want to get your frying pan out wherever you keep it, turn it upside down, hit yourself on the head with it really hard so it's associated with pain, and then throw it out and go back to cooking foods in water because when you cook in water, you don't burn the molecules unless, you know, unless it dries out at the bottom of your pan and then, and then burns on the bottom of your pan because you, you can also um, get burnt food in, in water cooking if you don't stir it and it settles on the bottom and then overheats from the, from the metal of, the, of what you got it in, right? So, so that's number one, fried food, anything fried, fried foods, fried oil. And oils are the most sensitive of the nutrients, so they get the most damage. And the omega-3s are five times more sensitive than the omega-6s. So omega-3s used for frying are five times more, more damaging to you than omega-3s not used for frying. Or, sorry, than omega-6s used for frying. Right? So the worst thing, the worst of the worst things to do when you're frying is to use omega-3s. In your oil, like canola oil has omega threes in it, um, or rapeseed oil, some people call it. Uh, soybean oil has omega threes in it. Uh, walnut oil has omega three in it. Hemp seed oil has omega threes in it, and flax seed oil has a ton of omega threes in it. Should never, mm. ever, 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 ever be used for frying. Mm-hmm. So that's so that's the first. The second is uh, trans fatty acids. We, they used to use liquid oils and run. Hydrogen with nickel catalyst through it make margarine by producing trans fatty acids. Now, trans fatty acids are not as popular as they used to be because Harvard School of Public Health did research that said they double risk of heart attack, they interfere with immune function, they, uh, they give, increase your risk both of diabetes and heart disease and cancer, and they interfere with with reproduction in both male and female animals. We don't have any human studies on that. And we used to have them in all our margarines and shortenings until Harvard blew the whistle and then gradually they've become less popular. So that's the second, you know, and then people would use margarine instead of butter because the industry said, oh, it's better than butter. No, it's not. It's worse. And then they, so that's the second. The third is the cooking oils. Those are all the oils that you see on the supermarket shelves in plastic bottles, 
uh, not in the fridge, and other than extra virgin olive oil, which is made by a different process, all of these oils have been made by treating them with, we call it Drano, it's sodium hydroxide, it's you, you use it to burn through stuff that clogs your kitchen sink or your toilet. Sodium hydroxide, a very corrosive base, so they treat the oils with that. Then they treat it with phosphoric acid, which is a very corrosive acid, which is used to degrease windows industrially. Then they bleach the oil with bleaching clays to take the color molecules out that attract light and then damage the oil. And now the oil is rancid. So now they have to heat the oil to frying temperature to deodorize, or I used to call it de-stinkerize them, to deodorize the oils. And that has been done to all of the oils that you find normally on the shelf in all the stores, other than extra virgin olive oil, or oils that say unrefined on the label. But most of the oils have been treated that way. They're already 1% damaged, and they get you in a tablespoon more than a million damaged molecules for every one of your body's 60 trillion cells. That changes genetic. That changes gene function. When you change gene function, you change cell function. And, and toxic molecules or unnatural molecules never, ever change gene expression to something better. They always change gene expression to something worse for you. So that's number three. And then the fourth one is saturated fats. But saturated fats have been... You know, everybody says, oh, saturated fats, they clog your arteries, and there's many people, people who should know better, people who are uh, very famous and very well-known in the in the nutrition industry, uh, many of them um, plant-based, plant-based educators. They say saturated fats are bad for you because they make your platelets more sticky, which means you're more likely to get a heart attack stroke, a, a, a clot in an artery, or, and they make you more insulin resistant, which means you're more likely to head in the direction of diabetes. But what these guys don't understand is that omega-3s, which are too low in almost everybody, increase insulin sensitivity so they take you away from diabetes and they and they make platelets less sticky so they take you in the in the direction opposite to strokes and heart attacks and clots and the reason why saturated fats are a problem is not because they're the problem the problem is we're not getting enough omega-3s so everything that's blamed on saturated fats should actually be blamed on omega-3 deficiency. Because when you optimize your omega-3s, you neutralize the negative effects that saturated fats can have when you don't get enough omega-3s mm-hmm. in your diet. So that's the, so that, <clears throat> so people say they're bad, but if you opt, now if you, let me, let me just put it in perspective. In the entire universe, of fats and oils in nutrition. Omega-3 and omega-6 are the only two molecules that you have to have to be healthy, that are essential to your health. That's why they're called essential fatty acids. Everything else your body can make out of sugar and starch, 
but you cannot make in your body omega-3 and omega-6. So everything you do in fats needs to put omega, needs to give omega-3 and 6 priority in your intake. And when you take care of that, that cuts you a lot of slack for anything else you do with fats. But you still don't want to fry because then you're, you're introducing so many damaged, unnatural toxic molecules into your system that uh, it's better that you, you know, that you hit yourself on the head with that frying pan and throw it in the garbage. So what's really popular these days, and I want to have your thoughts on this, and that's these hot air fryers. Hot air fryers, yeah. Yeah. What are your so supposedly? I don't have one, but supposedly you use them without oil to cook your food, which sounds good. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, if you overheat air, you could burn food with it. If you burn food, you're wrecking molecules. Mm-hmm. So for so it, that's not a good idea. If you don't burn the food, then it's okay. Because then what you're doing is yeah. you're heating the food to the temperature of water because there's water in all the foods. And as long as there's water, like a steak, you know, is 80% water. And, you're, and many of your, your non-starchy vegetables are 80, 90% water. So as long as there's water in the, in the food, you can't burn it because you can only heat it to, fry, to, uh, to the, the temperature of boiling water. Unless, but if it dries out, then you can overheat it. And it's always first you dry out the outside of the steak and then you burn it when you, when you overheat it. And so the, with, you know, just because you're using air instead of oil, you're not going to get damage to oil if, you, if you're not using oil. So that's a good thing. But if you overheat the food, you're still going to make proteins and starches increase your risk of inflammation and cancer. If you burn them and you burn them when you burn them, they turn, you know, first they turn golden, then they turn brown, then they turn black, and then they turn into smoke. So to the extent well, that you can do that with hot air, hot air can also be a problem. To the extent that you don't do that with air, air is good. There's also waterless cooking where, where you put it in pots without water and you cook it in the water that the food contains. And that works too. Mm-hmm. But you don't. But if you burn the food, then you're you're not doing it right. And the other thing we have to be aware of is that these toxic oils are incorporated in um, as ingredients in various things we buy off the shelf. You know, whether it's breads or uh, cakes and a variety of things. Probably a lot of which people wouldn't have suspected, but they're yeah. in these foods as well. So they're kind of snuck in there, right? And we need yeah. to be aware of that. Yeah, that's why, that's why, you know, when you, like what, one of the things I do is I, I buy broccoli. I really like broccoli. I eat it raw because raw is, is, you know, is better than cooked unless it's contaminated. But I eat the broccoli. I dip it in, in tahini. Uh, tahini is just ground sesame seeds. And the one I get is organic. And I pour off the, the sesame oil because it's only got omega-6s. And most people get like 10 to 20 to 50 times more omega-6 than omega-3. But the balance uh-huh. is actually 
is actually you need a lot more omega-3s than one-tenth, one-twentieth, or one-fiftieth of your oil intake. So what I do is I pour off the omega-6 oil. I put my oil in, which is called Udo's oil. It's a blend twice as rich in omega-3s, omega-6, better than flax oil because flax oil can actually make you omega-6 deficient. And when I became omega-6 deficient on flax oil, uh, because I used it as the only oil in my diet, I got dry eyes, skipped heartbeats, arthritis, like pain in my finger joints, and thin papery skin. Those are classic omega-6 deficiency symptoms. And I fixed it by eating sunflower seeds that are rich in omega-6 and have no omega-3s. So the balance is really important between omega-3 and omega-6. And that's why we, we made the blend, so to make it easy for people to get it so it can't hurt them. Flax oil can actually hurt you. So I don't recommend it by itself anymore because it is actually an unbalanced oil. Wow. So, so what 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 is in your Udo's blend? Explain what you formulated yeah. that creates so, that healthy balance. Right. So we so we, we start with a method that protects the oils from light, oxygen, and heat through the whole process of pressing, filtering, settling, filling, and all of that. So so we use that method for the oils, and the, we start with flaxseed oil, which is the source of omega-3, richest commonly available source of omega-3. Then we put in sesame and sunflower seeds to, to balance the, the too high omega-3s and flax with enough omega-6 so that you can't become deficient in, in omega-6s. And then we have in there evening primrose oil for the antioxidants, and we have rice germ and oat germ oil for the minor ingredients in those. And then we have a little bit of coconut oil. Uh, that's mainly for flavor. And then we have a GMO-free lecithin that we have to get from Europe because we cannot get it in North America because the industry won't separate out the, the uh, non-GMO from GMO soybeans. So in Europe they do, so we get it from there. And then we have... Uh, Let's see, I think that's it. And, and then there's a little bit of vitamin E as an antioxidant in it. And literally go, you know, sorry? Oh, I was just going to say, it's, it's such a premium and unique blend yeah. of these key oils. Yeah. But no one else yeah. is really doing that. You're, yeah. you're unique in what you formulated. Yeah, and we also put it in glass bottles because when you put oil in plastic, the plastic swells and becomes more porous, and then things from the plastic drift into the oil. <clears throat> and we don't need plastic in our body because that's also foreign material to our body and increases inflammation. And there's even some research that shows that you, that you re increase the risk of cancer when you get flat, uh, plastic in your body. And... Um, uh, I was going to say something that I just anyway. Um, so so plastic. The worst thing to put in plastic is oil. They swell plastic. Plastic drifts into oil quicker than into water, and you can taste it in water sometimes. And uh, there's research that shows that when you when you uh, you know have leftovers and you or you put saran wrap or you know a plastic wrap over over food and stick it in your fridge, the Plastic leaches in, into the oil proportional to the amount of fat or oil in the food. So the more fat or oil you have in the food, the more plastic is going to leach into your food. 
So, wow. so, so we put it so, in, in glass. Then we have to put a bottle, a, a box around it to cut out the light, and then we put it in the fridge to lower the temperature. So this is like, and we're taking care of this oil like it was a perishable, you know, it's like it was lettuce, perishable foods because it's a perishable food. Now that's so interesting, Uda, that you have gone to such an extent to ensure yeah. the yeah. um the 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 health of those oils that they don't become yeah. rancid and that you yeah. have created this formula. And I have to say to people listening, I, I just um picked up before we you know, a, a while back, about a month ago, I picked up that bottle <laughs> of your of your oils and um mm-hmm. I, I'm really appreciating it now more than ever before as to yeah. benefit, which yeah. which leads me to, to the next thing I'd like you to talk about. Let's talk about yeah. what those oils, that unique blend of those omega-3s yeah. and omega-6s, what can they help people with? What are some of the conditions people are suffering with now that are indications that your your unique blend could be beneficial to them. Right. Okay. Let me let me answer one question before that that you haven't asked. What we fundamentally did as a summary with all of this stuff is we set a higher standard for oils. And that means it takes more care. And that means we have to work a little harder. You know, it's shipped when it goes to Australia from North America. It goes refrigerated to Australia. It's refrigerated in the stores. You refrigerate it at home. So you take the care of the oil. You maintain that higher standard. And because of that is why the oil unfolds so many health benefits. Last time I looked, 160 different conditions improve when you improve your oil intake. 160. Now, those those studies were not done on Udo's oils, on Udo's oil. But the research on omega-3s and omega-6 tells you that. And what, what does that include? Well, all of the major cardio risk factors. So we're talking high cholesterol, high triglycerides, uh, uh, sticky platelets or tendency to clot formation, uh, cytokine storms, because cytokine storms are created by derivatives of omega-6s, and omega, omega-3s inhibit that factor of omega-3s, that factor of omega-6s. So they protect you from that. They're required for lung function. They're required for energy production. They increase oxygen metabolism. That means you get more energy, more stamina. In athletes, we measured 40 to 60% increase in stamina within 30 days of taking a tablespoon per 50 pounds of body weight per day of Udo's oil. And we did that by having them do their sports to exhaustion before they started, and then have them do their sport to exhaustion 30 days after starting to take the oil in that amount. And that's what we recommend. This is the foundational oil. This is not a supplement. And they're compatible with everything. They go in all foods. You can have them with fruits, with vegetables, with starches, with proteins. If you eat them with starches, you might put on some weight because they are energy production foods. And when you increase your intake of the oils, 
you want to decrease your intake of the starches. That's also good for uh, uh, that's good for weight management and all the blood sugar swings and all the diabetes issues. And so they, the oil is very helpful in in those as well because because you're if you if you lower your carbs at, at the same time, you could say well it's because you lower the carbs. Okay, I, I don't mind. <laughs> Um, but you need a source of energy. You can't lower the carbs and then not have an energy source. They, uh, the omega-3s increase fat-burning genes, like they turn on the fat-burning genes in the body, and they turn off fat production actively, unless you override them with too many carbs. Because they, if you eat too many carbs, you force the body to, to turn the excess into fats. They increase, because they increase oxygen, they give your hormones, uh, sorry, your glands more energy to do their job. And they are, they improve the function of hormones at the cell receptor level. They improve your glands ability to function as you get older so that you need less hormones as you, because your gland slows down. Well, it actually makes the gland more efficient. And it makes the hormones that the gland makes more efficient as well at the cell receptor level. So they inhibit the bone breakdown cells in your, bo- in your bones, the osteoclast. So your osteoblasts are normal, but your osteoclasts slow down. So they keep bone strong. Uh, they help you build muscle and help you hang on to muscle faster when you're a bodybuilder, when you're working out. Um, what else? They improve brain function. There's research that says you can increase IQ by three to nine points by getting by improving your oil intake. They uh, can make vision more uh, better because the, the retina is very rich in omega-3s. And if you're not getting enough omega-3s, then your vision is going to deteriorate faster than it, it would if you faster than it would if you optimize your omega-3s. What else? They elevate mood and lift depression because out of omega-3s, the body makes very powerful anti... uh, sorry, uh, feel-good hormones that are called endocannabinoids. They're made out of protein and omega-3 derivatives and they go to the same receptors as uh, tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the thing that makes you stoned when you smoke uh, weed. Mm-hmm. So they do that in your body naturally without you getting stoned and without you using illegal substances. Um, they, they, out, of, out of them, the body makes very powerful anti-inflammatory molecules that are called resolvents. They're called resolvents because they resolve inflammation. Uh, out of them, the body makes very powerful immune-supporting molecules that are called mericins. And out of them, the body makes very powerful antioxidants called protectants because they protect your, your uh, tissues from free radical damage by other things. And it, I mean, it goes on and on and on. They make your skin soft and velvety. If you get enough oil, of both omega-3 and 6 in the right ratio, they form a barrier in the skin against the loss of moisture. So they are, you know, we say the best way to oil your skin is from within. 
and, and then you don't have to put gunk on the outside. And in in places where it's dry, a lot of people ha- have dry skin. In the desert, in uh, most of Australia, for instance, it's pretty dry. If you have dry skin, you're not getting enough oil. And in winter, it, where it gets cold, uh, people's skin gets dry. You need more oil in winter than in summer because in winter you burn more of the oil for energy. So you need more. So I use four tablespoons in winter and two or three in summer to and measure it by how my skin feels. Uh, they, they're helpful in, in, the, in, in the cells that create the lubrication for your joints. They, um, they are pain reducing because the pain comes from inflammation. And you get rid of the inflammation you end up uh, without pain. You know, I'm uh, I'm 79. I'm going to be 80 this year in May, and I don't have any I don't have any pain in my any of my joints. I don't have any pain on anything. My brothers and sisters all have some. Or, you know, they have arthritic pains. Um, I don't have anything. But when I was 38, I already had some arthritis in my knees. And whenever I put a little pressure on my knees, you know, just bending them, that would it would hurt. I changed my diet. I got rid of the frying pan. You know, I, I went more plant-based. I'm almost 80, and I have no aches and pains anywhere in my body. So this is all, um, this is like, is that, is that a good start? I don't know. Ask me. Uh, oh, are they, <laughs> they, they inhibit? They slow down the overreaction of the immune system in autoimmune diseases. So only, and then there's another one. Um, they, it's been shown in research that women get two to fifteen times more depression, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, collagen, and autoimmune diseases than men do. And that's because the researchers think. It's because when a woman has a child, she has to make a brain and maintain a brain. And if she doesn't have enough omega-3s in her diet, then the child will get the omega-3s from her brain because nature says the child is the future, mom's the past, and if we have to sacrifice the past for the future, we will do that. And so the researchers say women need to make sure they get a reliable source of both essential fatty acids in their diet, both for their own health and the health of their children. The children that are born to mothers that have optimized their intake consistently, this is not a double-blind placebo-controlled study, but consistently these kids are born more alert and show exploratory behavior earlier. And that's considered a sign of higher intelligence before intelligence tests can be, you know, can be before they can write intelligence tests. So it it goes on and on and on. It's like, and and why is it? This because omega three is the highest energy molecule of all of our essential nutrients. Anything that gives you more energy is life affirming. Oh, they speed healing. The, the athletes we work with, their injuries healed in a third to a half the time. They made joints more flexible and they had less joint pain. 
and they had m better mobility as well as flexibility and less pain and tenderness in their joints. Uh, let's see, what have, I, what have I missed? Obviously, they're important for bringing more oxygen into the body in terms of lung function. And uh, anything that, that increases energy, like I said, uh, is going to make whatever tissue we're talking about more effective at the job that that tissue is doing. So um, I want in the few minutes that we have left, I just want to reiterate. First of all, yeah. you recommend yeah. a tablespoon for fifty every fifty pounds of weight. Yeah, let me. But let me let me be clear about that because in the UK, a tablespoon is twenty milliliters, and in North America, a tablespoon is fifteen milliliters. I'm talking about fifteen milliliter tablespoons. I don't know what it is in in Australia. So fifteen milliliters which is about 14 grams mm -hmm. per 50 pounds or 25 kilograms of body weight per day mixed in food and intake spread mm -hmm. out over the course of the day. Because if you get too much oil, then if you get more oil than your liver can handle, then you get tired, mm -hmm. heavy, or nauseous. And so we so say start with one with tablespoon. Sorry? Uh, I say so you can mix it in with food, like with yogurt or yeah, soup always or whatever, something, or always and take it throughout the day. Yeah. Okay. And I have another. I have another. Yeah. I have just another another uh, thought I wanted to share with you, because yeah. some people have such compromised digestive systems that make it yeah. difficult for them to digest and absorb fats, and you can tell that yeah. because your stools are floating. I often recommend, if that is an issue for well, people, to take a digestive enzyme, a lipase digestive enzyme, to help dissolve and to absorb fats more efficiently. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, well, fat absorption is is a very old mechanism. Like in, if you talk about the, the development on life on Earth, of life on Earth, it's a very old mechanism. Uh, pretty much, when you eat fats, ninety four, ninety six percent, I can't remember, 94, 96 percent of the oil is digested and absorbed, and then 4 percent or 6 percent end up in your in your stool or your urine. There's actually oil in your urine. That's why you get the ring around the toilet after a while. Anyway, that's a, maybe that's more information than anybody but, needed, but so. But, so but, if, they, but if someone yeah, has digestive issues, like, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, it wouldn't hurt to enhance their no and intake. no and actually the the after I did did the oils I went to digestion because digestion is the second most neglected and most difficult area and I did, I work with digestive enzymes probiotics and fiber and I recommend if you cook your food you destroy the enzymes that are in raw food that do up to sixty percent or on average about sixty percent of the digestion for you. And then you make your digestive system do more than twice the work than it was intended to have to do. And so it's best if you want to protect your digestion that when you cook, eat cooked foods or, or foods that have been processed, that you add back the enzymes that were destroyed in the cooking of the processing, as well as the probiotics that are on raw foods that are killed when you process or cook the foods. Okay. Because okay. in nature, so in the you minute... with every mouthful. 
uh, we can go on and on, but in the minute we have left, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I want, um, people want to know more. First of all, they can go to your website, which is Udo Erasmus, yeah, and that's U D O. No, no, no. no. Udo's Choice. U D O S Choice dot com. U D O S Choice dot com. Udo's Choice. That's where we talk about the products and the the, the physical health stuff. Yes. The but other if one people is, want I, I have to do to, your courses. Yeah. Talk about that. On, in a minute. Yeah, they're on on theudo.com. T H E U D O.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Cuz you've got a few websites there. So, um yeah. and very briefly, very briefly, I really only have like 30 seconds, but you're offering certificate courses in understanding fats and understanding digestion, a really affordable courses yeah. that have videos and education, which is always important. And for people yeah. to learn about those programs, what's the best place for them to go? Uh, that's that's on uh, the Udo or UdoErasmus.com. Uh, okay. and, and, so, and there we talk about the, the whole big, the big field of health. Uh, there's a book there, it's called The Book on Total Sexy Health, The Eight Key Parts Designed by Nature. And it's, a, it's an overview of every everything that affects health, which is everything, and to give everything its due in order to optimize your health and your time and your enjoyment of your time on the planet. Well, this has been such an education, Udo, and uh, so grateful to you for your um, passion, for your commitment to excellence, and for sharing this information that I'm sure has been extremely enlightening for people listening and hopefully we'll get them on the right track using Udo's choice and understanding why and getting the health they deserve. Yep. So yep. thank you so I, much. And you know, one one last thing I want to say to you. It's wonderful yeah. to have someone who is a living example how you can remain young and healthy no matter what your age is. And you are definitely demonstrating that. We can yeah. all use you as our inspiration. Yeah. It makes a difference, you know. If you make if you make a body out of junk, you're going to end up with a junk body. If you if you if you want a better body, raise your standards. And yeah. and it doesn't matter what your age is that you can remain healthy and pain free at any age. And well, that's it, what has inspiration. Yes. The capacity to heal is enormous. The issue is always you got to raise raise the standard, and then the healing happens, and it's very quick. That uh, that problems get reversed when you get in line with nature and your nature and live that way. Yep. Well, Udo, thank you so much. We're at the end of the show. Uh, for people listening, um, you can go to Udo's Choice or the Udo.com to learn more about the products and the courses that he's offering. And um, until next time, we're, we're at the end. This is Dr. Cheryl Selman. You're listening to What Women Must Know with my guest today, Udo Rasmus. And remember to always honor the wisdom of your feminine self. Bye for now. Thank you.